0: See Well, that was a hell of a week. Where do we even begin? I got it. Hey, dude. Pick up the phone. I've got huge news. So, I'm over at Best Buy, right? And I spot an ass that I could not believe. Like, an ass like this have to fall down some search tunnel in Pornhub to find and the crack was showing you know what that does to me that's my kryptonite so I approach and I thought I'd say something witty like oh my god I'm so hard right now but instead what came out of my mouth was Jesus Christ I bet you taste delicious and she laughed like I definitely was prepared to be hit and that is not what happened Next thing I know, we're taking a walk through the park, right? And uh, she's telling me stuff. I wasn't paying the most attention. And um, then she starts like getting a little handsy. She's grabbing on my shoulder and I'm like, oh shit, is she losing balance? No, it's on, dude. So she tells me I don't live anywhere near the park. We hop in an Uber, we start a little light Making out in the uber the driver gets weird about it. So we're pretty much forced to stop Uh, We end up Getting to her place. Her roommate is not home. Awesome. And You know, I'm sitting on the couch. She starts like turning stuff on in the kitchen and Then she turns on the television. I'm like, all right, some people like background, you know, but why are, you, why are you starting food? You think I'm hungry? I'm hungry for you, I'm not hungry for... So, long story short, um, I start trying to get her naked and then she starts like trying to keep her clothes on but trying to take my clothes off and I was like, what is this? Just let me take your clothes off first. Here, you know what? So I take all my clothes off and then she's still standing there fully clothed and I'm like, um, what, what, what's happening right now? And she said some shit to me Everything started to, like, go black. I woke up, and I'm her now. And it's freaking me out because I still sound like me. You need to come over here, check out this ass that I was telling you about. Look at these tits. Just get over here right away, man. It's amazing. I've been fingering myself all morning. Uh, so, my wife loves Angelina Jolie, And um, she was very excited for uh, Those Who Wish Me Dead on HBO. And, ooh, my damn, that movie was such fresh-squeezed ass. And I don't mean that in a nice way. It was awful. Um, I don't know how anybody... Could watch that. Like, I don't know how people keep choosing stuff like that. Like, she doesn't audition. Who, for those of you who have seen that movie, who thought that was gonna be something great? And people made all this big fuss about, like, when HBO Max said we're gonna put all of our 21 release schedule out there. And people were like, oh, they're not gonna make money. This has been. Like, I hope that uh, Kong vs. Godzilla makes a lot of money. I hope, and I think it did. Um, I'm pretty positive that Mortal Kombat made a lot of money, or is making a lot of money, and it should. But there is some stuff, like uh, The Little Things with Denzel Washington, and um, Romy Malik and Jared Leto. That movie was something that I would have uh, spent money on in theater. I'm pretty confident. Because um, it looked just my speed. And that, as well, was an unwiped ass. And when I say that, I mean, like... You know how you just feel disgusting if you haven't wiped well? Hopefully, everybody's like mind goes back to your childhood. Um, but a gummy ass is gross. And... That's what that Angelina Jolie movie made me feel. It felt like I had to walk a mile in dirty draws and there was no chance. Like, all I could do to help the draws was to stick my own hand in my ass and then throw it. You you get what I'm saying? Don't watch that movie. So, how could we not discuss Kevin Samuels? He is quite a, a dividing topic because boy women sure hate him. Um, and I understand why women hate him. I would be surprised if he didn't understand why women don't like him just because you're saying the stuff that they definitely don't want to hear. But I love watching his shit. I find it as entertaining as the trashy TLC reality shows that me and my wife watch. Um, it makes her blood boil sometimes <laughs> listening to the things that he has to say, which I definitely understand. Um, but here's the thing like earlier this week, my son kind of got rejected for the first time. Now, he wasn't really trying to like spit game to this little girl because he's two, but he definitely. I got it. Can't always get what you want. Some people are out of your league. And that's something that little me had to learn. And pretty much every little boy has to learn. Like, you don't always get what you want. But you'll never get it if you don't take a shot. So, now my son is there. But women, unless they are so physically, like, unattractive that the men are almost laughing in their faces. They don't really get that. And we are in a time, and I'll come right out and say, I I understand why women um, have the solidarity. They do. Shit, that's like how black people, any um, marginalized group or uh, oppressed will have or should have that kind of unity. Because um, if you don't have your back, who does? But the problem is, every woman in the world can tell their best friend that they are beautiful go sister and all that shit good for you but just because you do it, and you've got your friend thinking that they are that shit that does not mean that a man assuming that this friend is heterosexual that does not mean that a man is going It, it's got nothing to do with media being attracted. It's kind of like uh, the trans thing. Everybody in the world could say trans women are beautiful and this and that. And I'll agree, but if a trans woman were in my face and I was single, I'm not interested because in I don't like trans women. But I thought, yeah, everybody said, it, yeah, everybody did. I didn't. And just because everybody thinks that you're fuckable doesn't mean that I have to fuck you. I just enjoy listening to his show. you're supposed to get married, buy a house, all that jazz. And he feels very opposite that. And he feels like, I mean, he's throwing out statistics and I I think it's sad that one in four uh, black women will get married while the rest just like, you don't necessarily die alone, but if you're not married, that's how everybody sees it. Um, I mean, that's, that's crazy. Maybe we should be getting married younger because his philosophy is like they get married later because they wanna do this career stuff and whatnot. But what's weird about that is the contradiction because they don't get married early because they wanna have a career and make a lot of money. But then a lot of them still say that once they get pregnant, they don't wanna pay significant bills. So what was the point of putting in all that work towards your career if you're not really planning to work ever again? It's okay to want dude to take care of him. It's okay for a man to want a woman to take care of him. It's less likely. But it's just, it's it's weird to me because it's almost like you did all that just to qualify for this dude. And his a spreadsheet together for all the stories which would mean i gotta go back and listen to every episode or at least read the descriptions that i've written um but with that said here's a fun one so i am on my way to a comedy show in newark new jersey um it's not that far i've never been every story i've ever heard is bad uh my mother one time like got a rental car and um I think she was traveling for work, but she was in Newark, and uh, she parked it in a parking lot over there, and the whole car just got stripped. And that was her uh, first adult experience in Newark, New Jersey. But it was far more dangerous back then. So we're talking like four or five years ago. Um, I had never been to Newark at that point. Uh, I get there, I look around, And it's surprisingly clean, because I expected it to just look like the slums. I expected Wild West bullets flying past me. People had told me that it was um, safer than it used to be. So, I meet this dude, Jim. And uh, we're both on the show together, getting a ride from uh, our friend Gordon. And so Jim and I are walking and talking. Jim's been to Newark many times. And he's like, oh yeah, it's not really that bad, you know. Um, especially when we're in the, and I forget the name of the area, but let's call it the Ironsides for fun. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. So we get outside and we're, um, like looking around, waiting for a good spot for Gordon to pick us up. So we're looking around and we uh, decide to cross the street from Newark Penn and we're standing, uh, over by this church. At least it looked like a church. It was either a church or a bank, but it had steps. Those will come into play shortly. So Jim's on the phone with uh, Gordon, and I see a fight happening right where we just were. But a fight is the wrong way to put it. I see a dude getting jumped by like, what looks to be 20 people. And it's just a sea of dudes, and you can kinda see the one dude in the middle of it all who's standing somehow. And, uh, so, I'm watching, he's on the phone, because I love fights, and, uh, I kind of give him the elbow, like, hey, fight across the street, so now he's watching, and he's telling Gordon where he can pick us up, so, he's like, yeah, we're standing in front of this, like, bank or church, um... When you get here, you'll know because there's a huge fight happening across the street. He was like, if you see a guy getting jumped, look across the street from that and you'll see us at the stairs of this church. And uh, so he's still on the phone with Gordon because I think there's traffic. And the fight starts to break up. So everybody who was over there beating the shit out of that dude starts making their way because now the cops are coming they start making their way across the street towards us. And so now we're watching all the fight people fleeing, and I think it's hilarious. Although I don't like the fact that they took the violence from across the street and brought it closer to us with the cops shortly behind them. Um, And of course I'm high. Uh, So they're walking and they're passing us because they're walking past us and there's these three guys so there's a dude on the left dude on the right they're helping the dude in the middle like walk and uh the guy in the middle is complaining about like getting scratched and uh then the dude on the right says to him hey man i think he got you And he goes, got me out. And then the dude on his his left takes a look at his neck and goes, yeah, dude, he got you. And then the dude just starts, like, he reaches up, touches his neck. It was kind of like a movie because that's when he realized he had been stabbed in his neck. And then he starts to collapse to the ground. And when he hit the ground, now he is a foot maybe two in front of jim and i jim is still on the phone and we're just both shocked watching this kid shake and convulse and then he starts foaming at the mouth and we're both like what the fuck is going on and that's when like the cops came over um they're asking like what happened and they're like Keisha's boyfriend stabbed him and they're like wait a second stabbed him where man in his neck Tisha's boyfriend she stabbed he stabbed him in his neck so that's all that we kept hearing and then finally like right after a couple of Tisha's boyfriend um Gordon arrives and we get in the car and uh We're both just like, wow, that was some crazy shit. And we're talking about it the whole drive over to the show. The show happens. It's a great show. A lot of laughter. It was fun. But I remember towards the end of the show, Jim and I are uh, sitting at the table. I think he had just gotten done, but I had gone a little earlier. And, um, you know, sometimes after a show, you kind of like to sit. I guess it's like when people have good sex and then they just kind of lie there in the wet damp spot. So after a good set, we would like kind of sit there in the damp spot and soak in the good set that we had. And I looked at Jim and he looked at me and then we were both just like, you still thinking about that guy who died earlier? Yup. And, uh, then we like Googled it later. I could never find any details about what happened, um... I feel very positive that that dude died, based on what we saw. Um, I think Jim felt that way too, the last time that I spoke to him about it, because it's still something like, we'll forever be bonded because of it. We don't have to talk for five years, but believe on year six, when we meet each other. Hey man, you still thinking about it? Yeah man, I looked it up too. There's nothing out there.